This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're visiting with Kathy McCarthy, the West Custer County Library Adult Services Librarian. She's been in the Valley since 2014, having moved here from Denver after growing up in New York City and the surroundings. Kathy, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me today, Gary. We're looking forward to this. Books are one of my favorites. When I was growing up, books were very important, and the library was very important. Uh, not not everybody had a big personal library. It just, you know, in the 50s, it didn't happen. So my guess is you're a reader. I, indeed I am. I can remember visiting the library as early as four. <laughs> my, that was a thing my father and I did, and I enjoyed it immensely. And to this day, I love to go to the library. And are there a couple books from your past that made a significant impact on you that you can remember? Well, I'm a big fan of Russian novels and uh, British novels. I love Wuthering Heights and some of the classics, the Brontes, Jane Austen. And um, I'm also a big fan of mysteries. That's more of my current thing, I would say. Okay. Um, but a book that I particularly love was Gone with the Wind. I have a big interest in the Civil War. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that fictional account of history, I found fascinating. I'm a big fan of the classics myself. Um, I mean, all the way back to the Odyssey and the Iliad and mm -hmm. the Aeneid and those sorts of things. So so uh, let me ask a bit about the library. The library as an institution has uh, certainly changed since I was a kid when it basically housed physical books. Uh, but these days with Amazon, the Internet, iPhones, Netflix, you know, some pundits have predicted the death of the library. But uh, that obituary seems premature. I believe that obituary is very premature. <laughs> I can't talk about it from a national perspective, but I can talk about it from a local perspective. Our library, I believe, is a part of the hub of the community. There are many uh, folks in the community who don't have access to Wi-Fi for whatever reason, and they come in and they enjoy free access on their devices. We also help them with our devices, many with all of their devices. Many people may not know they can make an appointment with a librarian if they're having a, a problem with their phone or their laptop or whatever the device may be. We also are a resource for movies. There are a lot of folks, maybe reading is not their thing, and they'll come in and borrow a movie. Mm -hmm. There's no cost. Everything at the library is free. You can even use the Wi-Fi for free. You don't have to be a patron of the library. Of course, to take out a movie or a book, you would need to be a patron of the library. Mm -hmm. I think you'll find most libraries in the state, 50 to 60% of what's taken out is movies. So that's a surprise statistic to many people. Now, the library has access to a million books uh, on, on your website mm -hmm. through what I would call in the past interlibrary loan. Perhaps it's still called that. Uh, suppose I was seeking a piece of uh, literary obscurica, which I often do. Uh, <laughs> how, how would I go about seeing if you might be able to get that for me? Well, there are a couple of things. You could access our website from home and look in our card catalog from home if you chose to do that. Mm -hmm. You could come into the library and we'll help you research that. And we have access to about 120 other libraries. We're part of a consortium of rural libraries. So we share books. It could be e-books. It could be an audio book. It can be 
a hard copy, it could be a soft cover, music, whatever it is you're looking for, and we mm-hmm. can help you find those things and place a hold elsewhere, and it'll get delivered through a courier service to Westcliff. Do those come from basically Colorado or across the country? Those come from Colorado. Okay. And so the Aspen Cat is our system for mm-hmm. uh, borrowing books from other libraries. You can also download from our website to your device. Maybe it's an iPad, maybe it's your iPhone. If you'd like to download an ebook or an audio book, and everything gets taken out for three weeks. Uh, we try, we're trying to grow in ways that are doable and workable for both our budget and help the, I, I would say, the residents of the county to, to grow and offer them services in a budget-friendly way. Now, uh, in a few weeks from when this will air, the 2018 Adult Winter Reading Program will begin. This year's theme is Book Your Getaway. Tell, tell us a little bit about how that program works. Well, the adult reading program is part of, of the mission. One of the missions of the library is promoting lifelong learning. So we decided to do an adult reading program to promote continuous learning. And how it works is it begins in January. On January 10th, our residents can come in and register for the program. They'll receive a bingo card with instructions, and it's just like a bingo game. (laughs) Each of the boxes on the bingo card are related somehow to books or to the library or to one of our services. So we're going to ask them to travel through a book. Many of our residents were here on a cold, dark night or a cold, dark day in January, February, and March, and we wanted to offer them an opportunity to travel through a book. (laughs) Sort of armchair travels, if you will. That, that's right. And I noticed on the bingo card, there's things such as uh, check out a travel-related book or read a classic book to a child or use use the self-checkout. That's correct. A lot of people may not know all about all of the services that we offer. And the bingo card is a representation of some of the things that we offer and a chance to show people what we can do for them. So if someone wanted to do this, you're having the meeting on January 10th at 10 a.m., and that that would be a good time to uh, stop by and sign up for it? They can stop by certainly at 10 a.m. on the 10th and register. They can register any day Mm -hmm. from January 10th through March 30th. That's the very last day of the program. But on January 10th at 10 o'clock, we're also having Steve Jansen. Mm Mm-hmm. Come visit. He's the uh, head of the Col- Southern Colorado Space Museum, and he's going to talk to us about space travel. So we're not only going to book your getaway through a book, <laughs> but we're going to hear about it from Steve. And so people can come in and register at any point in time, whatever works for their schedule. And your theme is book your getaway, and Steve's talk is destination outer space. It doesn't get much uh, farther away than that, I guess. It doesn't. I'm personally fascinated by uh, The Last Frontier, and we've had a lot of discussion in the past few years about perhaps going on a rocket and being able to purchase a ticket and go somewhere (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, for folks other than astronauts. And so he's going to address that a little bit. He's going to talk about outer space travel a little bit from the past, the present, and the future. Steve knows a lot of people in the outer space industry, He's going to touch upon what's currently going on and opportunities for people down the road and where he thinks it's going. That sounds interesting. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, the library is a, is a node in the network that is 
the Wet Mountain Valley. Mm-hmm. It, it's just a, it's a gathering place. Do you have your sights on anything else in 2018 down the line? Well, I hope to offer adults two to three free events each month. We have two events going on in the month of January, February, and March to offer adults. And we want to give them opportunities to learn new things. One of the benefits of being a lifelong learner is it can, reading and being a lifelong learner can add two to three years onto your life. Mm -hmm. So we can promote good brain health at the library. And we can offer people a free place to come and fun things to do, hopefully, for them. And we, we plan to continue to offer those events throughout the year. We have a coloring contest that we're talking about doing that will be open to the community probably in the month of April. I have some Earth Day events that I'm looking into. And I'm thinking about a paper-making class for the summer. Just some things that are on the horizon that we're looking into and setting up. And all of it will be free to folks in the community. We have a composting class, two of them, in April in relation to Earth Day down in the community garden. Now, if folks missed the baking class, they really missed something. Uh, It was fascinating. She had the perfect tips that many of us have learned over the over the years. But she was able to to kind of quantify some of these things, and that's just an example of the variety of things that the Mm -hmm. library offers. And I I know you put that together. There are a lot of readers in the valley, and there are. Uh, quite a few book clubs is my sense. I'm I'm part of one uh, book club. Would you have a hazard to guess as to how many book clubs there might be in the valley? Well, formerly we have three that are attached to the library. If people have an interest, they can come in and we can share some information with them about that and hook them up. I'm not sure informally how many there might be throughout the valley, but three that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. So that's something else that people can consider if maybe... And we also offer some ongoing events in the community room. For example, yesterday, we have a group of folks who play Scrabble twice a month. So, you know, if you have a day in the winter that you'd like to do something for free and maybe have a little fun, come on down to the Scrabble group. And the library has quite a few research tools like uh, MyHeritage, the genealogical database, local history, and those sorts of things. Are those readily accessible to folks if they want to check those out? Yes, you can actually do some of that from home. Mm -hmm. You don't necessarily have to come into the library to do that if you can access our website at home. MyHeritage is a genealogy link, and it allows people to do some research. For example, I did a little research on my grandparents who who came from Canada around the time of the Depression. And so it was interesting to see who they were, middle names, those kinds of things, years they entered the United States, and so forth. And folks can do that from the comfort of their own home, because a lot of people enjoy genealogy research. Mm -hmm. On the website, we have a link called Past Perfect, and it has access to written materials, newspapers, photographs, artifacts, and there are some photos. Uh, People can also consider... Coming in, we have Wet Mountain Tribune papers going back well into the 1800s. We have files on some of the local families. People often come in, especially visitors in the summer. They want to know more about, they come for a family reunion, and they want to know more about their relatives in the valley. We have mining files where people can come in and look at letters, 
So there's quite a bit of historical research. We base we have a local history center in the library that people can access if they want to come in in person and do some historical research in person. As we run out of time here, what have we missed? Any anything that we haven't talked about? I think one of the things that's important for people to know is everything at the library is free. We don't keep track of any information on people. Uh, we don't give out any information on folks. So for example, if you came into the library and said to me, Kathy, I need my neighbor's phone number, I'm not allowed to give out that information. It's mm -hmm. proprietary information. So I want people to know that it's a place they can be comfortable in, they can be safe. We have a recently renovated children's area. There are so many fun things and costumes and dress up and things for children to do. So often we get families come in on a Saturday and just hang out and have fun. And there are things for mom and dad and things for the children's to do. So I think it's an unexpected resource for a lot of people that they don't, uh, they may not necessarily think of right away, but perhaps they'll consider visiting us in the future. Good. Uh, Kathy, thanks for stopping by. We've been talking with uh, Kathy McCarthy, uh, who is the Adult Services Librarian at the West Custer County Library. Uh, you can find out more at westcusterlibrary.org or just stop by any day. And while you're there, check out my favorite thing in the library, and that's the, the new books. There's a section, and it changes quite, quite rapidly. It's a good way to keep up on, uh, on what's current. My name's Gary. Thanks for listening to Valley Views, and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m. and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. 